Hello, this is a bonus episode of Legendary Adventures Podcast. When preparing for this season, I found so many interesting little tidbits, but when writing the episodes, I only included the bits that I found didn't interrupt the flow of things too much. But there are so many cool little things I found that I decided to record a number of bonus episodes to touch on those elements. First up, let's talk about an early story outline, and how the development of Navi resulted in some changes being made to that story. In the December 1997 issue of Nintendo Power, an early outline of the Ocarina of Time story was written about. Let me read you what it said. The outline for the story of Zelda 64 comes straight from EAD, the chief game development department at Nintendo Company Limited in Kyoto, Japan. Although EAD considers everything tentative until the final version of the game is completed, much of what you read here will be a part of Mr. Miyamoto's greatest epic. Long ago, before Ganon stole the Triforce and kidnapped Zelda, Link set out to his coming-of-age ceremony in the Maze Woods. It was the custom of his tribe, the Kokiri family, that a young man would receive a guardian spirit, or fairy, who would stay beside him and guide him throughout his life. But as Link walked through the woods, he discovered that a monster had captured one such fairy. Gallantly, Link came to the rescue and defeated the monster, but the fairy was mortally wounded. In her dying breath, she warned Link not to allow Ganondorf to possess the Triforce and to seek out a wise man in his spiritual stone. At the same time, Ganondorf, the King of Thieves, was searching for the legendary Triforce so that he could steal its power. In time, Ganondorf stumbled into the maze woods and neared the secret place where the Triforce was kept. Link went to Hyrule Castle for help. Princess Zelda knew of the Triforce's hiding place, but to reach it they would have to find three magical stones to unlock the secret. Thus begins the adventure. So you can see that early story is quite a bit different from the final story. There are some elements that are similar, however. I should also make a quick note about the Maze Woods mentioned there. This is a Zelda game that we're talking about, so that probably should have been translated as Lost Woods. According to legendsoflocalization.com, Lost Woods is a translation of the Japanese phrase Mayoi no Mori. The word Mayoi can apparently be translated multiple ways, with the Legends of Localization stating it can be used to mean getting lost, mental confusion, spiritual confusion, indecision or hesitation, illusion, or delusion. According to the site, it's been translated differently in a variety of games, with Super Mario World translating it as Forest of Illusion and Final Fantasy VI translating it as Phantom Forest. In the original Legend of Zelda, it was translated as Lost Woods on the printed map, but the in-game dialogue called it Forest of Maze. Starting with A Link to the Past, it has been consistently translated as Lost Woods in the Zelda titles. Let's take a closer look at what the developers had to say about the story. In an Iwata Asks interview released for Ocarina of Time 3D, script director Toro Osawa said, The addition of Navi had merits with regard to the script as well. We were able to expand the story around the idea of meeting and saying goodbye to a fairy. You'll recall in a previous episode I mentioned Yoshiaki Koizumi said he came up with Navi as a way to spice up the simple marker they were using for Z-targeting. In the same Iwata Asks interview, Koizumi said the introduction of Navi had ripple effects across the gameplay. Aonuma chimed in and said it also led to the scenario surrounding Link not having a fairy at first. Osawa added, which led to the whole idea of meeting and parting from a fairy, in which you start by finding a fairy, and in the end, you say goodbye. Based on that description in Nintendo Power, it seems Navi wasn't expected to be part of the story for long at first. But as the game developed and Navi became one with Z-targeting, things were switched up and Link met Navi at the beginning, and then she left at the very end. I'm not aware of any explanation ever given in-game for her departure. Here it seems like it's because it was destined, something developers had always intended. Anyway, I hope you found this bonus episode interesting. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't already. And for those of you who did subscribe, you're awesome. I'm Paul Riley. I'll talk to you later. Bye.